Welcome to the Morning Scroll. I'm Rabbi Dina Cowens from Mishkan, Chicago, and you're listening to what will be a quick dive into this week's Parsha. If you've been meaning to brush up on your Jewish literacy or you're looking for some inspiration, you've come to the right place. This week, we read Parshat Chaye Sarah, The Life of Sarah, which is really more about what happens after her life. We'll start with a brief recap, which actually might be close to 30 seconds this week. Sarah dies, Abraham buys a cave called Machpelah to bury her and insists on paying even though the owner wants to give it for free. After she's buried, Abraham sends his servant friend Eliezer on a mission to find a way for Isaac. Eliezer travels to the motherland of Haran and decides that he will only swipe right on a woman who offers to get water for him and all his camels. Reminder, camels are real thirsty. This is a big ask. Amazingly, a woman named Rebecca, who's Abraham's great-niece, takes all the boxes so he goes home with her and gives her and her family a bunch of jewelry. Rebecca and her family agree this is a match made in heaven, so they celebrate her engagement, and she hits the road with Eliezer back to Canaan. When they arrive, Isaac sees her, marries her, falls in love with her in that order somehow, finds comfort after Sarah's death. Abraham also found comfort after Sarah's death and fathers a few more children. But Isaac is his one and only heir, so he gives them money and sends them away. Abraham dies, Ishmael comes to bury him with Isaac, and again this week we end with babies. Turns out Ishmael had a bunch of them. Last week, I talked about prayer and how Rashi taught us about the importance of compassion in prayer through Abraham. This week, we get another take on prayer, but it's pretty different. So Eliezer reaches Abraham's ancestral homeland and offers a prayer to God, saying, I'm going to ask a woman to give me some water. The one who agrees and spontaneously also offers to get water for my camels is the one who's going to be the wife of Isaac, Capiche? And immediately, the Torah is like, he barely finished speaking, when Rebecca shows up, gives Eliezer water, and spontaneously offers to get water for all his camels. Right? Like, it's exactly the thing he just asked for. And what does Eliezer do? He stands there and watches her draw the water, wondering if she's actually the answer to his prayers. Like, duh, dude, she's doing literally the exact same thing you prayed for barely a moment after you finished your prayer. And the commentators also notice this, and they're like, wait a second, what's going on? Like, it seems like this is obvious. So they say, oh, well, actually, in that moment, Eliezer realized that he needed more information. Like, did Rebecca come from a good family? Was she going to then ask him to pay her for drawing the water? Or was she really generous? And I actually love Eliezer's reaction. You know, like, he's in a tough spot, so he reaches out for help. Great. You know, we could all stand to remember that we don't have to do all of the tough things in our life alone. But that's actually not the end of the scene. The thing is, Eliezer knows that he needs more than a sign from God. He needs more evidence that this woman is actually the right one. So, yeah, at first he needs some reassurance that he's on the right track. And then once he gets that reassurance, once he's kind of stabilized, he's able to make a good decision by himself. Which teaches us a lot about prayer. It's not just a vending machine where we put our request in and we get exactly what we want out. You know, Cheez-Its or candy bar. It's like we need some reassurance and support sometimes. But then we're actually capable of making good decisions by ourselves, And I want to thank Eliezer for reminding us of that. See you next week.